This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. Welcome to Beyond Earths, a Palladium Megaverse podcast. I am your host, DM Vince, and not sitting beside me is... Steven playing Saren Allward. Is Jacob playing the Good Shepherd? Is Jeff playing Victor Liam Brightwood? Sarah playing Lady Astrid. And Corey playing Nova. All right, we're here with uh, Jacob. He's playing Shepard. going to do a little solo adventure. He wanted to explore some things on the side. This is happening, we'll say, during one of the nights after they returned to uh, the village before they went out for the cannibals. Uh, we'll say it happened. Yeah, I think there was a night there in between. Or something. Yeah, there was. So you are in your own personal uh, mayor's house, your mansion. Well, mayor's house. Estate. Yeah, your estate. Uh, it's we'll say it's like around midnight. Everyone should be asleep. Uh, Piper is obviously in the next room. If you need her, Niven is hiding out of town due to what the circumstances. Yep. So she's Do we hiding. Want to talk about those circumstances, or are we just going to leave them at circumstances? Uh, I think people will figure it out on their own. But anyway, all right. <laughs> so, all right, you're you're by yourself. You're in your bed. You you woke up. You you know you have plenty of time. You know exactly where what you want to do. So I'll let you describe what you're doing. Go. Well, I'm going to uh, get up, and I'm going to what's a what's probably like a a really you know secure room in this estate well that you say this do i have like a a study or something like that that would be your private room but everybody knows the combination to get in there now at this point true but you can um, change it okay i gotta figure out how to change it but yeah yeah i mean you could probably figure out how to change it if you just go in the room and do a little research okay let's do that all right, so you head in the, the little private room. You punch the code in because everybody knows it. It's written on papers everywhere at this point. And you go in there, and you start doing a little uh, walking around, and we'll have you do a, uh, a percentage roll. And um, Or if, what am I targeting? What's the skill? Or? Uh, there's no skill because I don't have really a skill for this one I can think of. Okay. So we're just going to do, if you get 30% or less, you could you find some paperwork that tells you how to change the code. Okay. Let's see. Let's roll these. Uh, 11. All right. So after about, I would say about a half hour of looking around, you know, through the, uh, the mayor, former, uh, Master Grant's paperwork, so you find one of his old diaries. And in there, it's instructions how to reset the code combination for the magical lock. Uh, you go ahead okay. and read it, and you understand it's pretty simple. Uh, as long as you have this piece of paper, it's easy to do it. I'm assuming you're going to proceed and put your own. You don't have to tell me. Just You just put your own personal code. Yeah, I, I put my own code in there. You, you do it. Uh, it seems like it went successfully. You close the door, test it out. Your code seems to work. You try the old code, it doesn't yeah. work. So cool. your room is now secured again. Awesome. Um, 
but I want to study this thing. I don't know that a little room storage room is a proper place to study this. So I know um, it's going to be able to get in there. That's true. All right, fine. I'll just do it in there. So you're going to go head out and. Well, I'm going to bring the crown in here. All right. So you sneak out of your house and head towards the woods. Uh, slightly. I would say like a mile out of town at the most. And you follow the small map that Niven had given you. Yeah. And it's exactly where she had said it was under a rock next to a, a, a pedestal of rocks by a flower. And you see exactly where it is. You pull out the little uh, laps, uh, burst out, blah, you know, bag, I'm talking about. <laughs> burlap, burlap sack. Bag. Yeah, I couldn't say yeah. it. Bag. And you see the crowns there. And there's some gold in there she happened to find on the way, too. It's 10 gold. Okay. Well, 10 gold is uh, 10 gold richer. So. Exactly. That's a That's a good you know, follower for you, right? Exactly. All right, so write down your 10 gold. All right, so you yeah. you sneak back into town. You you know, you carefully, you keep the bag over your shoulder. I don't know that people realize how much money I have. No, nobody does. <laughs> it's like the cat. Uh, the cat all over again, walk around with two ton of platinum. <laughs> you going to pay the bill? No, 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 I'll let someone else pay it. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I don't. I don't, he was I, such an asshole. I don't think I have enough money. I mean, small coins. That is. So. That was true, though. Yeah. Nobody could really deal with that platinum. So anyway, you sneak back into town and uh, just just give me a couple d twenty roll. Uh, do you have prowl at all or no? Uh, I do not. I don't think. Oh, I do, but it's really low. Yeah. Go ahead. It, since there's no one really. 38 you got is that what your number is yeah that's my that's my skill level all right well it's the middle of the night you're wearing obviously clothes that cover you uh and it's raining out 34 that makes this that's fine okay i was gonna i was giving you extra modifiers because of the darkness the rain uh, that covers your noise and uh the fact that there's not a (laughs) lot of guards walking around but there are some and they didn't notice you so you snuck back into your house, you go back into your room, you close the door behind you. Obviously, you can get out of your room when you close the door, so it's not one of those stupid rooms. Right. It's like, shit, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck in here. All right, you're sitting there, The you pull out the crown, it's on the desk in all its glory. You see the gold crown with the rubies on it and the velvet, uh, you know, hat part of it. And, you know, it's a, it's a fancy, nice-looking golden crown, and you could feel... You could feel the magic in this crown in your hands as you're holding it. Like it <laughs> pulsing. Did I determine Jeff, anything? Jeff was here. He'd be like, go on. But you could feel it pulsing <laughs> in your hands. <laughs> mm. That's how we like it. I mean, you're not really um, a magic person, so no. The only way you'd be able to figure right. it out is by putting it on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. Okay. So you carefully pick up the crown and you slowly lower it over your head. It fits. It's a little bit big, but then you notice it starts to kind of form so that it fits perfectly on your head as if it was now made for you. (laughs) Well, it is now. You look in the the little bit of of a glass reflection that you have in the room because, you know, you have cabinets and such in there for storing books. And you can see it looks really nice on you. You're like, this looks really, really good. 
Uh, go ahead and give me a save versus magic spell, please. Minus five. Save versus magic minus five. Yeah. That's bad. Yes. Okay. Let's see. No, I did not beat it. I rolled a six. You failed? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I rolled a six in my save base save is 12 and then yeah yeah you didn't even get close to it um okay so the crown kind of glows a little bit you see the gems glow and everything and you're able to figure out what the crown's able to do so basically this is what happens that while wearing the crown you can touch another person or graze them or somewhat, and like, you know, and talk to them, and they have to make a save versus spell. If they fail, they became a 100% loyal follower. You could tell them to slit their throat. Obviously, there's a chance for resistance, and they will do it. Right. You know, anything that'll make them do something in harm to themselves is always going to be a chance for saving them. But if you tell them to go over there and arrest him, they'll be like, done. Go over there, pick up that rock, done. <laughs> uh, you also notice while wearing the crown that I don't know how to describe this, but you feel like refreshed. Like uh, it's an immortality. You can't age out of character, but only when I'm wearing it. Only when you're wearing it. Right. It grants you the the immortality. You can't be affected by aging spells or normal aging at all whatsoever. Then we come to the problem of how do I manage to, Keep this thing without pulling Corey in. Um, I can't adjust its size at all, can I? What like, did you want to do to it? By giving it a command. What? What? Tell like, me. I'm thinking how I can make it like small enough that I could fit it into something that doesn't look crazy, like a, just a little hat, you know? The crown does not speak back to you, but it actually responds to what you're saying in a sense like you see the the ruby kind of light up a little bit and it turns it into a circlet on your head very nice so think of like um the only thing i think of is like a a headband Mm -hmm. except it's just round across your head and across your ears around and that's just it it's just a gold and so now maybe i can like sew a hat around this thing or you could put your hood up uh, you could kind of hide it with your hair, but the front part of your head will still see the circlet there. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking the hat, if I can get that to cover it entirely. I mean, what you could do is, is in the morning time, um, when you get back from the camp, which will say... I may have to change some details here, though. <laughs> I know I said this happened afterwards, but we'll say this happened after you get back to town, then. Because it's going to be okay. a little bit tricky to figure this out. Okay. So this happens the night after you come back, so this will be kind of future-ish. We're doing okay. it right now. Okay, cool. Uh, that so, works. So what you could do is say that you found or you're going to give yourself <laughs> a royal hat. <laughs> that you found in Master Grant's house on the pedestal as a, an award ceremony, or you could have like... I found an, How about I found the mayor's official hat at Master Grant's or something? 
Yeah, and you could say now that the count's here, he can officially present it to me. Yeah, that's actually. Really yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we can do that. That yeah. that sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. So we'll have someone else present it to me. Yeah, present to you this new hat that you're gonna have to wear. <laughs> Mayoral hat. And we'll say it's kind of like um, I don't. Do you want it to actually be like a crown or? No, no, just a simple stylish hat that's concealing the circlet. Got it. Uh, you also have the ability to see people invisible, whether it's a natural ability or a spell ability, within 15 feet of you. And it's said to see the true form of people. So if I looked at, like, Mistress Kiana, I wonder if I could see something. Yeah, you can. You can it's like a kind of a true seeing thing. Yeah, you can see yeah. the true image of people. So if they're, like, a person with a demon, you'd see the demon kind of attached to them. Yeah. No, we'll have to work yeah, that, that one out. True seeing. I'm going to put it in That's going to be very seeing. useful. True form. Well, well I'm going to old school it, and you could do that three times a day. Okay. So you, you have to command it to be able to no. see. I'm going to say with the crown, since you've already figured it out, you have a uh, link to it, so you'd have to think it. Kind of like how a paladin in D&D is able to do his abilities by looking at certain people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So, also, the crown kind of tells you, in a sense, that it wants you to start converting people to your faith, to your religion, which you've kind of been oh, doing sorry, already. Kind of, yeah, already doing it. It's kind of it's it's really pushing it. Like you can feel it in your head to the point that like if you don't start doing it, it's you're gonna start getting a headache. Well, I, I think me and the crown are pretty aligned on this. I think it's time to start kicking things into a higher gear. Yep. So yeah, the crown is like you could tell it's like you need more followers, you need more loyal one hundred percent followers. We need to make sure that Krell is well known. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Not Krell. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's telling you that Krell is your new god. You are you, you want to follow Krell now. There was a reason why you failed your saving throw. I see. Now, you could resist. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll percentage. Let me know what you get. There's no bonuses or negatives to this. I just need to know the number. 27. Okay. So you don't get a saving throw, so you need <laughs> to actually convert someone the moment you see him. It could be an NPC. It could be anybody. Have you heard about Krell? Yep. And you're basically going to be like, you're, like, you're going to do the whole touch thing, and they're going to make a save. Minus five, obviously. And you're going to be like, have you heard about Krell? I heard he's the new leader of our religion of uh, what's your dragon. You could even make him the nah, leader. Nah, that's the thing. I don't. I really don't want that. Cause... Unfortunately, you failed the saving throw. So yeah. For now, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. All right. You also notice that when you try to take the crown off, you can't. It's on your head. Now we can but try I need a saving throw to again take it off. tomorrow. Yeah. 
not right now because you already failed the saving throw. That was your Wait, idea. so it's stuck in my head. So it's that's stuck on your head. Yeah. Everything I tried to do there. Yep. Great. Maybe I can tell the circlet in order for me to do everything I need to be able to disguise it, or else, you know, Nova's going to try and destroy it. I'll roll. Yeah. Okay, so the crown conveys to you through the telepathic link. It says, fine, but I expect one person converted a day, and you could say whatever you want as long as they follow you and you follow me. I'll let you take off the crown. Take it off. Yeah, you agree to it then? And I, I'm wondering if I can go back on this agreement. I mean, you, you could say yes and just never put the crown back on again. That may end up what's happening, but let's see. So I'll say yes for now, but I may not. You, now, now you do realize it has a telepathic link. So if you're thinking to yourself, I'm lying to him, it's going to know. <laughs> just, just so you know. Remember, telepathic link. Well, I really do want to conceal it into a hat. I'm just not sure if I'm going to put it back on again anytime soon or not. At least until I can figure out a way to shield myself from the effects. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to do that. You'd have to, the next time you put it on, you're just going to have to make a saving throw again. And if you pass, then you're good to use the crown that day for as long as you want. Right. Hmm. It's going to be difficult. Yeah, the saving throw is daily. So fail yeah. it once, you fail it today. Pass it once, you pass it for the day. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a way I can boost my ability to make that saving throw. There is it. nothing except magical items that can save, boost that saving throw. Gotcha. And you're already in the hole by five. Okay. Hmm. So you agree, right. you agree to those terms for now? Yes. Okay, you're able to take the crown off. Okay. Well, we'll uh, I'll give it to uh, Piper and have her make it into that hat I was talking about. Okay. She, which will then be presented. She takes it and she makes it into a golden circlet velvety hat. Uh, we'll say it takes her a couple hours, so like three in the morning or so, she puts it in your room. When you right, wake excellent. up, the, when you wake up in the morning, it's right next to you on the night table. Now we're gonna have somebody present it to me, right, in town. Well, the plan is you want to go to the count and say, "Well, we could just say since there's some time in the morning before everybody goes for breakfast that you went to go see the count, and I'll let you explain it however you want to explain it to him. Obviously, he will see you right away because you're an important person in the town." He says, yes, how can I help you this morning? Good day, Count. Uh, so I was going through Master Grant's uh, personal items to make sure, uh, you know, after that whole business I talked about with Kiana, I was trying to make sure there wasn't anything else that was demonic or possessed or anything like that. Um, and I came across there's a uh, hat for the uh, mayor of the town. Uh, so I was hoping you would be able to present that to me tomorrow. Uh, he said, absolutely. I would be honored to do that for you, uh, uh, Mr. Shep. 
Uh, it would be sorry, a great Mayor, honor for me as well. Mayor Chef, I will place the crown upon your head and do the whole entire ceremony for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And he says, when would you like to do it? Today? Uh, yes, please. Uh, no time like the present. Oh, then we will do it after breakfast. We have a hearty breakfast, and then we will celebrate with you. I will gather everybody in town. Sounds excellent. Thank you so much. All right. So you head back to your house, and then you go down for breakfast, and we'll leave it right there. Cool. I'm Vince cool. not sitting with... Stephen playing Saren Allwood. It's Jacob playing the Good Shepherd. Jeff playing Victor Liam Brightwood. Era playing Lady Astrid. Corey playing Nova. Good night. You've been listening to the Palladium Megaverse Podcast. This podcast is Palladium Fantasy 1E. The Megaverse is copyrighted and trademarked by PalladiumBooks.com. For more information on their products, please go to their website. If you'd like to help support this website, please go to RollHireDie.com. Thank you.